0: Uh, Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, I'll talk about a different episode of the TV show The Simpsons, specifically one from the first eight seasons with a couple of fellow fans. This episode, I am with Timothy Clark.
1: Ahoy podcast podcasterinos. Lovely to be here on beautiful Zoom, the software of the future, or now, some would say. And
0: Catherine Owen.
2: Hello. I spent the whole time trying to think of a Simpsons quote <laughs> and I, I came, up, came up empty. I've never seen the show. Looking forward to <laughs> talking about it for the first time.
0: Yeah, I think after Tim's little intro, um, listeners will probably relieved to just have you say hello, Catherine, so that's all right.
2: Is this um, a recurring yeah. bit? Do I need to go back and listen to the past episodes <laughs> of, of Tim ruining the introduction to Mavs Tavern?
1: I would never recommend anyone listen to anything I'm involved with. <laughs>
2: that's a ringing endorsement.
1: That's right. <laughs> I'm being too harsh on myself. I should be like my uh, my most recent COVID test and be a little bit more positive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, you don't know
1: yet. I don't know. Still
0: waiting on results. Still waiting on results. um,
1: Forcing us to Zoom record.
0: This podcast comes out uh, in about three days. You reckon you'll have the results by then?
1: I should bloody hope so. (laughs) When this comes out and you're listening, I either know definitively if I do or do not have COVID last (laughs) Tuesday.
0: Uh, well, yeah, just check the socials, listeners, and we'll keep you updated. We'll put up a photo of uh, the text that Tim gets.
1: Wait for the end of the year, and then we'll do a, a combination. We'll, uh, we'll average out the reviews and see who had the most COVID at the end. Right. <laughs> Fingers crossed for 20. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so um, I didn't mention the episode we're uh, talking about this week is Bart the Lover from Season 3, which is the one where Bart... Uh, Essentially catfishers, crabapple is that the right term? Is that right? If this episode came out now, I feel like they might have called it Bart the Catfisher or am I getting that term wrong? No, I but think you're awesome. right. I, no. I wonder
2: if catfishing still applies when you're not <laughs> actively dating the person just while right. pretending to be someone else because Bart's just
1: yeah, pranking yeah. Her. He's doing mm. it this mess with her.
2: I don't know if there are I any. It definitely
1: falls under the. It definitely falls under the parameters of, of catfishing.
2: Yeah, okay, I think cool, so. Cool. I think so. I just, you know, I just want to be sure. I don't want to offend anybody. The, well, the catfishing community Cat is, you know, they're they're very special, <laughs> and <laughs> we just we want to keep them happy.
0: People are listening, going catfish. I thought that's the one where Homer goes to the lake. Murphy, <laughs> no one
2: was thinking that sweetheart. No one was thinking that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get it? Because he, he catches the cat Anyway um, This is the one where Bart Pranks Crobobble Sending her uh, letters Pretending to be a guy called Woodrow Woodrow uh, And it is also uh, the episode It's got a nice little subplot of Homer Trying to cut back on his swearing Which it doesn't really connect at all with the main plot But you don't really notice It's just a nice little side, side thing But along. what
2: is really lovely about this episode that i think works really well is that you've got this c plot with todd swearing and yeah trying to figure out why <laughs> and then they both come together really really nicely so i think it, i think it works on that's that level true really
0: um, well. so this uh and we should clarify tim has not uh seen the episode well You've seen it, but not mm. in not recently. So thanks,
1: Murphy. I was really trying see- to last as long into the episode as I can
2: <laughs>
1: before having to realise that yes, I was late to the recording. Uh, I'm sick, so I slept in. Didn't have time to watch it this morning. Thought I could bluff my way through at least <laughs> at least more than five minutes. But, uh, but I tell you what, like really comfortable underneath this bus you threw me under. Real nice here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've, uh, seen uh, I've seen this heaps before. Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah. Tim was trying to catfish us as someone who had <laughs> yeah. watched the episode.
1: Oh, you want me to We've show up on
2: time? Been damn oh, cool.
1: would Woodrow do that? <laughs> I don't think so. He I don't think really he would.
2: would. <laughs> Woodrow's too busy fixing spark plugs and getting his face eaten off by a crocodile. He's got a lot on. Yeah. I hadn't
0: seen this episode in a while. Uh, until watching it last night and prep for the pod, and I always knew it was a good app, but oh man, loved it. This was s- such a joy to to watch.
2: I think this is one of this. Obviously, we'll get to it, but I think this is one of my all time all time. Yeah, mm. yeah it's I really a great
0: like mix of um, cl- like classic gags. There's a lot of good jokes in this episode. I kind of forgotten were in this ep. Um, mm. Homer's postcard where he goes, 5 dollars, oh. get out of here."
1: Yeah. I have watched this one fairly recently, say a couple of months ago. Ah, um, oh, there you go. Not in preparation for the show or anything, not just <laughs> huddle around my TV just like, I hope one day
2: I get the call. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting, waiting.
1: But it, like you were saying, it does have so many, from what I remember, it does have so many great uh, isolated on its own bits like um, yeah. like the postcard, like the the yo-yo um, tricks that definitely got me into that. Uh, definitely Fiddly D that will need a tetanus shot.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: <laughs> a lot of great.
2: That whole um, montage of Homer trying not to swear <laughs> and just how it escalates, like the the bees nest falling on him while he's in the hammock, <laughs> oh, is just totally ma It's so good, mm. so that good. is
0: so well directed and so well cut together. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. I love I a Homer a bee plot, and we've talked about this before um, on the podcast with the uh, the sugar subplot, which is just like the best thing ever Oof. on The Simpsons. Homer is at his best I... and this episode proves it once again when he just gets to be like the goofy side character. It's just
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: so much better. It just works so so well. Almost almost
0: the
1: same uh, energy and dynamic as the graceful confidential one which I did last time I was on Murphy, where it was yeah. all another Krabopol episode Crobople yeah. and Skinner that time and Bart just with Homer, not knowing where the remote
0: is, and that's basically it. Doing a Nixon impression. And uh, and you've got, and the, uh, I've been calling her Crandall. Crandall. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. There Um, you go. You know, Catherine, both of those Homer B plots involve bees. So.
2: (laughs) Hey, (laughs) they do too. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But yeah, I agree That a characterization of not just Homer But all the characters in this episode I think is perfect I think it's like the perfect version Of all the main characters in this Um, Marge, even though Marge has a bit to do Marge has a few key scenes Um, Bart is great Where Bart's like (laughs) Sorry Murphy
1: Just in in isolation It did sound like you were Like a a parent in 1993 Trying to sound cool (laughs) It's like that Bart Bart is great. <laughs> love Bart. Homer. Marge is there. Good on him.
2: When, whole Bart, family. when Bart says eat my shorts, oh my god, that is just <laughs> the funniest thing.
1: Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I don't know who's Karumba I'm getting, but uh, yeah, he said that. Good on him. He can't make that yeah. gorge <laughs> Yeah,
0: you got me, um, but yeah, I like um, Bart is well uh, well characterised in this in that yeah he's he's quite the dick mucking around with Krabapple, but he's also yeah obviously as he says he feels partly responsible. You see, yeah, you see um, the
2: humanity that that scene <laughs> where he comes out and the the candle has melted all the way down and she's just sitting there yeah. devastated. Oh. Just yeah. hits mm. it's so, so upsetting.
0: And <laughs> also I, I do like all this little pranks Bart does throughout the episode. I was like genuinely laughing at, like when he goes, Ooh, he's picking
2: his nose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and when Gribuffel <laughs> goes, There'll be no more talk of yo-yos. Got it? And he goes, Yo <laughs> like I like, I
2: funny. love like, <laughs> I love the opening, the zinc commercial mm. or the zinc oh. documentary or whatever it is.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dang, just so how it good.
2: escalates from him trying to call his girlfriend, the phone not working, to him trying to <laughs> shoot himself in the head. Just that leap. It's just, it's so dark. It's so good.
0: A lot of great characterization. The scene where Homer and Marge are in bed, like talking about his swearing.
2: Okay. I, I have a very important thing that I would like to bring up about that scene, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Their bed seems so <laughs> tiny in that scene. What size bed <laughs> do you think the Simpsons have? It's definitely not a king. They are no. they're too close together. But then we have seen episodes where the kids have crawled into the bed. So obviously yeah. it's enough. It's big enough to fit all five of them. Do we think it's a queen? Do we think it's a double?
1: Well, I I, much- I'm on uh, Simpsons, SimpsonsWiki.com slash boudoir. And I th- it has a, a double single. <laughs> wow! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a. Qu- it's probably a queen.
2: <laughs> I hope it's a queen. I, <laughs> I think really... it's, it's got
1: to be a queen.
2: One. Yeah. I mean, they're
1: not. You know, they're not well enough to do uh, well enough off to have a king. Two, Homer <laughs> is a beached whale at some point. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously he's going to take up a lot of the bed. I think
2: after King Size like Homer, the- I feel like they maybe would have had to replace <laughs> that mattress.
1: <laughs> of course.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have to, to keep the, it in the spare
1: room. They keep, they keep the old mattress in a room like uh, Ned when Maud died.
2: Oh, that scene. Remember? When, yeah. he keeps,
1: when he keeps the mattress. Without acknowledgement, it just sounds like I'm a creepy perv who only focuses <laughs> on the Maud death scenes.
2: It just sounds like you're just constantly on the Simpsons wiki slash boudoir. Yeah. Like your homepage. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I launched, yeah, I launched private browsing and loaded
2: up some things. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs Pornhub? <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, that's a really good scene, though, despite the um, issue with the sizing of their bed.
2: I, it was an um, issue for me in that I felt bad for them and it made me realize <laughs> why maybe, you know, their marriage was. You know, a little rocky because they have no fucking space in the bed. It's a nightmare. No wonder Homer's always down at Moe's, and Marge is having Miserable. daydreams about muscular men on boats.
0: Because of the bed, not because of Homer's personality. It's I think it's all
2: connected. That's... I think it's all. I think you can't have one without the other.
0: That's gonna. You should do a post on you know those. Um, I think they're big on Reddit, like fan theories. I should, <laughs> I should.
2: Also, I have another theory. I think that Mr. Snrub actually Mr. Burns, speaking of Reddit theory.
1: Okay. Mm. Sorry. I right. want to see some evidence on this one.
0: You think Mr. Snrub is Burns' guy incognito. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, this is all going to be on the last episode of The
1: Simpsons. I really thought you were saying this podcast. <laughs> so
2: did I. Like we did it, Tim.
1: We succeeded. We brought it down. We did it. <laughs> Is um uh, the one other thing that's popping into my head from the episode, from watching it recently, uh, it might be in bed. I'm not sure. When Marge mentions her father, yeah, that's in the bed. Yeah, talking about cursing like a sailor, and that's the introduction of the swear jar, right? Mm.
0: Now, yeah, I I
1: always time. love hearing about Marge's dad because from from what I know, even up until recent episodes. They haven't done
0: a, a Marge's Dad
2: episode, have they? No. Well the closest no. the closest they got is the flashback of Marge's hero flying. And he's mm, he's the yeah, student, I think yeah, steward that's, yeah. and that's where her trauma comes yeah. from. <laughs> not not being mm. like nearly run down by a plane as a child or <laughs> having her mother like horrifically stick um food in her mouth. It's <laughs> it's yeah it's her it's her male dad working in a typically female role um yeah, but yeah no they
1: because I do love the um, the, the sad insights to, to Marge's life the other episode I was on here for the um the man who knew the boy who knew too much uh, when Marge's talking about oh, yeah. kill them all and God set him, kill them all that God sort him out her uncle Albert I think uh, I love getting these little slices of <laughs> Sad Bouvier yeah. history. And yeah, it's it, yeah. it crazy that they've never done a Marge Dad episode. I don't even know if they've done a, a Jacqueline Bouvier episode. Have they?
0: There's uh, the one where her and Grandpa get together. That's right. But that's right. Yeah. That counts. Apart from that, she's kind of disappeared. Because, you know, it's still out of uh, pervert interest. I do pay attention to what the show is doing now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she, I think she's kind of just been phased out. Marge's mum, she's uh, barely in it. Uh, oh, I um, mean, the way and,
1: that um, the way that they sound yeah,
2: nowadays, yeah, <laughs> they've kind of become <laughs> to- the same, the same very sad character. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's heartbreaking.
0: Very heartbreaking.
2: True. Like I tried to watch the yeah. episode we were talking about at Murph where Mo gets engaged. And I couldn't get through it because the, the, yes. the actors, yeah. and it's no an fault of their own. They're just, they're, you know, the show's been on for 30 years. Yeah. They just don't sound the same. And it's.
0: Totally. Sad.
1: Yeah. 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 And they absolutely. all started in their late 30s, early 40s.
2: Yeah, they did, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah, are we expect? Yeah.
1: It's
2: amazing oh, hey, that on. they're all still alive, except for the actress who plays Mrs. Krabopel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, course, yes. it was actually quite sad on the last episode we did, Tim, where we talked about um, grade school confidential. Yeah. Um, uh, we realised every character oh. we kept bringing up, every voice actor had passed away. Yeah. Um, I think Dor- Lunch Lady Doris, yeah, yeah. Rissi Taylor. Doris Brown yeah. and Rissi uh,
1: Taylor. And we also talked a lot about Maggie Roswell, who didn't die, but was killed off anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> of course, because of the pay dispute yeah. But didn't she come back? She came back, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: She's come back, but <laughs> it was too late yeah. Mort had already been shot by t-shirt cannons
1: I mean, not, um, not to get too morbid in this uh, Just yeah. considering everyone's getting older I mean, I, I don't think they're going to wrap up the show Before a major person dies
0: That's the thing You don't want to be morbid And you don't want to be pessimistic But at the same time, realistically <laughs> um, if this because they've constantly said the producers have said we're going to keep it going forever, yeah. like they have no plans to wrap it up, and especially like, um, apparently, Simpsons is like one of the number one shows on Disney, Plus so it's not oh, even, yeah. I don't even think, ra- ratings wise, I don't. I, there was a period where I thought, well, maybe it's like they just have to because not enough people are watching it, but nah, it's still like consistently watched, so yeah. uh. Yeah, I think Harry Shearer is in his l- early 80s. He's got to be. He's like,
1: got to be, yeah. He's, he's been around yeah. for goddamn ages. Um, I also saw, I yeah. saw Harry Shearer pop up in My Best Friend's Wedding the other day when I watched that. I tell you what, he's, oh. he's in there for literally two seconds. It's, <laughs> it's not even a cameo. It just feels like a complete scene was cut out. He's someone giving like a, a book reading in a library. Uh, and okay. it's just like, that guy looks and sounds an awful lot like Harry Shearer to be in the background. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? It's,
0: um, Maybe I, they, I take it back, by the way. Yeah. He's, oh, sorry, he's 78.
2: Yeah, wow. <laughs> I feel also, like I they must.
1: Harry Shearer's 30. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they must have a contingency plan, though. Like, they would have, like, backup actors. Or every major character just waiting. Yeah. No, well the, the I feel thing thing is though worked. and
0: maybe they they might now, but there was a big thing when that they don't like when Phil Hartman passed away, they were big on not replacing him. that was like Oh, I feel respect. like oh, yeah.
2: any any except yeah. like the the main four. Like sorry. Oh
0: no! Ambulance, oh, Harry Shearer. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, sorry. Yeah, any R. main R. character. Harry Shearer just yeah. put that in there just in case, <laughs> and the episode comes out. Oh god, if he actually dies, I'm gonna feel so bad. Oh, uh,
0: wow. <laughs> this is coming out in a couple of days. Oh, it, it should
1: be. Just okay.
2: hang on, Harry. Hang on. <laughs> the ambulance. Is I, on I the think
1: they got to have something up their sleeve to be like, all right, COVID's ravaging America again. (laughs) All our stars are pushing 80. we got to have something in place. Either we know that we're going to wrap up in two seasons, so let's try and record as much as we can, or we just, like the rest of the country, let it rip and see what happens.
2: I think if it's (laughs) any, like, if so, if, like, Hank Azaria died, he doesn't, which would be awful because I love Hank Azaria, um, he he doesn't like voice any of like The Simpsons, so I feel like no, they no. that's a lot of characters to retire. But I feel like, like with Phil Hartman, they would they would yeah. just write them out. But then you're talking about Mo, you're talking about Chief Wiggum, just yeah, so many.
1: I think we I think it comes down to like a, a very selfish reasoning that I'm, I keep bringing this up because I because I think we all like. Regular Simpsons fans, lap Simpsons fans, I always pictured that there'll be some type of point where it all wraps up and there's a great final season or a final episode mm. or a final movie or something like that that concludes it. But the more it just yeah. keeps going on with Disney and the purchase and all that, it just makes it seem like it's just going to... It just seems like it's going to die out. There's no actual end point. It's just going to yeah go until someone dies.
2: I wonder, yeah. if they, I wonder if they'll go down the South Park road of doing... Like mini, like mini events. So like films, like TV movies, rather than. Well, they're trying.
1: I mean, they're they're gunning for that Oscar for the best uh, best short.
0: Oh yeah, they are doing that, aren't they? Yeah, like the longest daycare, and yeah. Uh,
2: I guess uh, it's all just about building IP, isn't it? Just to keep people subscribing. Don't I sound smart? I don't know what IP is. I have no idea.
0: Internet the only, productivity. The only
1: IP I care about is when I'm in the bloody shower. Murphy, <laughs> what are you saying?
2: Because you're watching The Simpsons on Disney class <laughs> on your laptop while you're in the shower. I get it.
1: Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always be consuming content. Well, Quani brought this
0: up. I think on the very first pod we did, Quani was saying what they should do is rec- is make the last episode. So, like, plan out what they want to do for the very last one, the finale actually record it like write it and record it that way they've got it in the bank yeah so then if stuff happens at least they've got a finale with the original voice cast Mm. like they can i don't know he explained it better on the episode and like bring (laughs) back
2: conan (sighs) to write it you know just like go out with a bang make it be actually good yeah
0: totally But then, yeah, I don't know, what do you guys think? I don't know if we'll eventually do the movie on this pod because it did come out quite a few years after season eight, but what do
2: you think about it? I watched it recently yeah, and I remember enjoying it when it came out and thinking they couldn't have done a better job with an hour and a half long Simpsons story. But re-watching it recently, it's not funny.
0: Right,
1: yeah. No, it's not the funniest.
2: Uh, It's just not, like, it's very, like, the whole, like, spider pig thing, like, it's very much, and The Simpsons was, like, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it's one of the first TV shows that was, like, kids like it and adults like it at the same mm -hmm. time. And I guess it's reflective of the way that the show's kind of gone, but it's so clearly written for children. You know, like, there's these, like, little, like, you know, there's the stuff with um Ramey Wolfcastle. Warcast, well, those, Why, they, they make him Arnold name?
0: Schwarzenegger in the movie. Yeah.
2: yeah Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger being the president and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, yeah, it's, it's just, I watched it and I was like, I remember this being funny. Yeah. Like,
1: it's also, funny. one thing it's I had was funny. they clearly were, like, they didn't have, the romance with Lisa B with Millhouse. They invented a new character. They they did a lot of um, readdressing the dynamics for, for new viewers. Basically, they're trying to make it appealing to anyone who hasn't seen The Simpsons before.
0: Hundred percent. Which that's one of the biggest flaws. At that really. point, yeah.
1: Fuck them. Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If they're not on board by now, they don't. They right. don't deserve it. You're not going to
1: get, get anyone. Maybe be like, who are these yellow-skinned freaks? I want to see more yeah. of them. Are they related to the Oblongs? Are they related to Family
2: Guy? <laughs> is
1: this a continuation of I Baby Blues? To someone who's never seen The Simpsons.
2: So the fat, bald guy who says doe is married to the lady with the tall blue oh, wow. hair. Wow. Are wow. they
1: animated according to Jim? <laughs> the guy, a guy who's <laughs> never seen The Simpsons but has seen literally everything else.
0: I just going on what you were saying about them making it broader and appealing to people that had never seen, which is bizarre to me. I remember when it came out, there was a trailer for it, which had the the background music was "What I Love," well, "What I Like About You" by The Romantics, and the narrator was like, "Meet the Simpsons," and I was like, "What is happening? Like everyone knows the Simpsons." Yeah, they it was their opportunity to make it like a gift, like just full of Easter eggs and like a movie made for the fans and instead they like caved to studio pressure and like went off test audiences who have never even seen the show, which again is bonkers to me.
2: Which is well when you compare it to the South Park movie. Yeah. That does none of that. Exactly. And is a movie for people that love South Park. Yeah. But also I think that movie was people's introduction to South Park but not because it was pandering. Yeah. Because it was just like... This is just so funny yeah. and ridiculous and over the top and great. Yeah. That being said,
1: seeing the Simpsons movie in a packed cinema opening night was one of the, the best movie-going experiences I can ever remember. It was fantastic. I got absolutely sucked up in oh, yeah. the hype. Saw it with mates at uh, Crown Casino. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh, la What a
1: wonderful time.
0: I do enjoy. I'm the same, I watched it with friends a few days after it came out, and I remember enjoying it. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, end I of the day, do. isn't that what all what really matters? Uh, no, no, <laughs>
2: absolutely but the
1: not. But reason I, and if, if I if, if I may pat myself on the back pretty hard, um, I, I've diverted the conversation from the actual episode I didn't watch pretty <laughs> successfully for the past twenty minutes, <laughs> and uh, I must yeah. be commended on that. <laughs> <laughs> for absolutely not giving a shit about the topic at all, moving it on. Anytime I see you trying to pull back, Murphy, I see you trying to go back to the plot, and I refuse.
0: It is on me. I brought up the movie. The reason I did bring it up is because we were um, talking about the potential final episode oh, where yeah. you suggested, Catherine, bringing in all the older writers, so making it just a board of, like, the classic writers, which is kind of what they did with the movie. They brought in a lot of... Writers that hadn't worked on the show in a while And I guess you could uh, Did they? Yeah I didn't know so that. There's like
2: ten... You can't tell
0: <laughs> Well, that's it That's what I'm saying It might not actually Savage. work Savage Cotton Yeah um, But yeah, back to Bart the Lover mm-hmm. We should be talking more about it Because it is a fantastic episode um, Did you want me to read out some little fun facts about the app? Yes, please, Murphy um, It's
1: a shame we sure. can't see the, uh, the actual book I've got my book here Oh, dear.
2: I'm recording Let's in my
0: house them and see how wrecked it is compared to mine. All right, I'll be right back. Uh, oh,
2: have you got the exact same one, Tim? Yes, oh, that's fun. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Not the exact same one. We don't share it. Um, <laughs> he, get, he gets it on weekdays. <laughs> so joint he, he custody. I
2: yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: like radioactive man number one, right? Uh, we had a big fight in the treehouse over it. Oh, there we go. Yay, uh, we Tim go. is. I'll, I'll, I'll take a print. I'll take a screenshot, Tim. If you want to hold that up again. Uh, yeah, that looks uh, that looks crisp and brand new. It, Jesus, it is
2: absolutely crisp and brand new. <laughs> yeah.
1: guess it.
0: That's oh, that's Nick. right because you, it is. Um, you bought it again, didn't you? Yes, so I had, you to, you replace, I had to replace it right, I had to replace mine, so that's not your original copy.
1: No, no, no. That's in the uh, the depths of my parents' home. This, this is on my. This is mine. All for me. I can put my grubby little mitts anywhere. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so Murphy, read, read us out some uh, some fun little facts. Well, uh,
0: yeah, I'll get the b- book out then. I'll. Do you want to guess? Oh, uh, Tim already has the. Uh, I, I the haven't got to the page. Pa- I haven't got
1: to the page yet. Oh, actually. okay.
0: Um, do you guys want to guess who the side, uh, who the um character they've chosen to highlight for this episode is? Um, so every uh,
2: page... I'm going to take a wild guess. Yeah. and say that it is <laughs> the old sparkle. Now, oh, that's,
0: so, for our Z- Zoom chat, you have chosen to um, have that as your name, the old Sparkle. And I'll admit, that's gone over my head. I, even though I just watched the episode last night. Because when? Mm-hmm.
2: So when the, they're getting, Lisa's getting the autograph from the oh. yo-yo girl and she signs it and it's not her and she's like, who's that? She's like, that's the old Sparkle. I don't know how. And I'm like, I what that. happened to the old Sparkle? Like I don't trust that guy that's in charge of the yo-yo. Oh, juice. please. I reckon, I reckon he murdered the old Sparkle yeah. and I would like a six-part podcast investigation <laughs> into this. Because I'm worried. I'm worried about her.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know why I forgot that, Catherine, because I laughed out loud when she said that. That was a great joke. And then it's the way.
2: It's such a good. It's such that whole sequence with the yo-yos yeah. is, is so good. I think I appreciate it, it more just...
0: now as an adult because that you can really like the satire of the kids just being so amazed, being like, they must be millionaires. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs>
2: yeah, they They pull so many chicks.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then him putting them in the back of the van. It's just, yeah, I guess.
2: It just really made me think of Healthy Harold just in how (laughs) when you're a kid, things like that are so impressive. I just remember being so impressed by that goddamn puppet and thinking that was the coolest thing in the world.
0: Did you guys, and I'm going off Amazing. topic a bit, but at least it's sort of related to the episode this time. Uh, did you guys have a, the, the yo-yo craze when you were at school?
1: Yeah, like, absolutely. The, the old yeah. Coke ones. Oh, the yeah, Coke yeah. ones, yeah, they
0: were great. We we had the yo-yo phase a little bit at school, but I think we mainly had marbles, like once a year, just suddenly everyone yeah, I remember
2: marbles. marbles for
0: like a week. Um, and I like how Homer <laughs> is so impressed by Bart and says that he can quit his job <laughs> um
2: uh, that's such a lovely like it, the the kids are the ones who believe that like the teachers at the back of the room are clearly not impressed yeah. but Homer's yeah, like yeah. we're gonna be millionaires <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was
0: great there's a few nice little Homer um Bart moments at the end when um Bart goes Homer you're Casanova and he's like oh are you little and he's scruffs up his hair. That's a nice little <laughs> moment. That whole scene, oh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but the scene where the family is writing the letter together, that is so great. So yeah. like sweet and, yeah. and funny. It's iconic. Yeah. Um but uh okay, so that's your pick for this for the character of the episode, the old sparkle. Yeah. Um
2: <laughs> Yeah. It's just a want <laughs> it's just a wanted poster. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the run.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say Rod, but just because of the damn vegetables thing. But I reckon he well, would have been... Well, that's actually in... Todd, Tim. Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, but I was also going to say it's probably the putt-putt one. So, I'm just going to say Woodrow. It's a fake character.
0: They'll have him. Okay. It was Woodrow. It is Woodrow.
1: Oh!
2: Yeah.
1: Hold him up.
0: There he is. The photo... Uh,
2: Woodrow's Woodrow's face is a real guy, though, right? He's a baseball yeah. player uh, or hockey a player? player or something? Hockey player. Hockey player. I just hope I just hope that Edna never was like at home on a Friday night just channel surfing and he just popped up on like Sports Center and 100%. she was just like yeah. what the fuck?
0: I agree. I had that thought as well. I also think it was risky of Bart to use a picture from a book that's in the classroom because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. he rips it out of like old hockey stars, like a book that's in the room. So, uh, I guess he, he's ripped it out now, so Edna will never see it, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: he's flying by the seat of his shorts on that one. I think <laughs> <laughs>
1: they really did predict the rise of, of catfishing with this, yeah, episode. yeah. It's interesting though because,
0: um, uh, we've had golden girls playing a bit at home.
2: You weren't just happy with us talking about dead cast members of The Simpsons.
1: We had to rub in Betty White, R.I.P. And
0: there's an episode uh, where they do sort of a similar thing to Rose, where Rose, Betty White, puts like a... uh, What do they call them? What do they call them back in the day where you put a thing out in the newspaper?
2: Personal ad.
0: Personal ad. She um, doesn't get any replies. All the people that are replying are weirdos, so... I think it's Blanche, like, feels sorry for her and writes her a thing. So, different intentions. Mm. Mm. But I saw that and I was like, oh, and, and then it gets out of hand because, like, she wants to meet him and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of similar to, to Bart the Lover.
2: It is, yeah.
0: The uh, I wasn't when I said I had fun facts. I was more just gonna read stuff I'd found online, but we have the book here, so I'll read a few things from the stuff you may have missed section.
2: Does it mention the size of the bed? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I want to get to the bottom. Oh, of.
0: it's got a. That's. They made a whole uh, separate chapter for that, Catherine. That's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to
2: have to go on, you know how people go on Twitter and they ask, it's usually Bill Oakley, but there's a couple of Simpsons <laughs> yeah, writers yeah. and they'll respond to fan questions. you going to have to ask.
1: At Bill Oakley. One, what do you rate this sandwich? Two, what was the size of the bed Homer and Marge fucked on? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'd like, though, if they immediately just replied with the dimensions. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, post-season five, it was this size, but then in between five and six, they bought another
1: one. And...
2: That's, what I, that's what I think. I think they upgraded. Con- yeah,
1: Conan wanted Queen, but Schwartzwald wanted King, and ugh, the lion's room. <laughs> that's
2: why Conan left.
0: <laughs> so, at the Yo-Yo Champions Assembly, Miss Hoover and Mrs. Krabappel smoke under a no-smoking sign.
1: So when they say facts, facts. they mean jokes.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Understood. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> it's facts. They're, you know, they're not wrong.
1: <laughs> at the
0: quickie mart, Mrs. Krabopel buys a can of Chef Lonely Hearts soup for one chicken noodle, which has a picture of the chef with a tear running down his cheek. My
1: point still I'll stands? Yeah.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I hadn't missed I, I had missed the tear, I think. So fair enough. Homer sends Marge a postcard from Duff Brewery in Capital City in 1978 that says, see the world's biggest pull tab. Jeez Louise. I don't know how he did
1: that because as canon dictates, Homer and Marge met in the 90s when he was in a band. (laughs) That's
0: it. That's it. So these are the fun facts I found online, which are a bit more interesting than the ones from the book. Uh, the writers had originally wanted to use a picture of American football player Johnny Unitas for Woodrow, but they weren't able to get the rights to use the image, which I never even thought about that being a thing.
1: Because mm. they do eventually the get him back for um, the, the Mother Hippie episode. Ah! Yeah, that's what
0: I was thinking. That When when she sees him with the sideburns, right? Oh, no, 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 he's, no. The, he's the one with the, the haircut, haircut you can you set a watch to.
1: I believe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's right, yeah.
0: So, yeah, interesting that. um,
1: I I, I could uh, be wrong about that. It is a sports fact and I am not well versed (laughs) in that.
0: But I never even thought about that, like, having to get the rights. I guess maybe because it was a legit, like, photo of him from a... I don't know. Yeah. Like, do they have to do that every time they have a caricature of a...
2: Yeah, because... I think the difference between
1: this and, say bringing back Johnny United for the, the hippie episode is that one is like a a single frame it's just like one off joke but this is you could argue this is a lot more imperative to the plot Yeah, so I think in that case I you would have so. to clear it you don't want them to come back and say you're using my likeness um, not just as a joke, just to advance the plot. So I think that's a little bit more.
2: Right, so technically um, it doesn't fall under uh, the legally, like the copy, oh, copyright, like how copyright, if you're using it for satire, it's okay. It's kind of like the same. Yeah, like empire. you could have
1: like a, if you have a movie, you can have a picture of Brad Pitt in the background, but if the movie's about someone hmm. being in love with a portrait of Brad Pitt, then yeah, you might want right. to get BP's uh, permission yeah. on that. Which, by the way, sounds like a pretty, pretty good I was going to uh, say, that's why, okay, my, that's
2: why my screenplay <laughs> that I wrote at uni never, never got made, because Brad, Brad said no. <laughs>
1: and it's the painting of Brad Pitt that's getting older. It's a Dorian yeah. Gray.
2: But he's uh, getting younger okay. because he's Benjamin Button.
1: Oh, my oh. God. <laughs>
2: it was a good okay. screenplay. I'll send it this to is you. This not bad. Right. The...
0: The plot of Homer trying to clean up his language was apparently um, inspired by complaints that the series actually got about the amount of cursing on (laughs) the show, which is pretty, like, you look at it now, it's pretty tame.
1: Yeah.
2: What's the worst? What do do they say? Hell? I
1: remember in um, Bart the General when Herman calls Bart a fucking little cunt. Oh Yeah.
0: (laughs) I guess.
2: I actually still have a shirt from when I was a kid that says fucking little cunt and it's just got art on it. Hey, <laughs> don't have a cunt, man.
0: <laughs> I think those. I remember them saying this on the commentary. Um, when Dan Castellaneta was recording all those lines, I guess particularly the ones during that montage we mentioned earlier, um, he actually swore, like, because he, yeah. he was going to be cut. So he was just letting it rip. <laughs>
2: And it'd be um, fun. Yeah, it'd but, be fun uh, to swear as Homer.
0: Yeah. And apparently, though, that same day, um, a bunch of kids were being given a tour of the studio. <laughs> and so they came in and just saw.
2: <laughs> See, now that is a fact. That's what they need to Yeah, That's on. a fun
0: fact.
2: <laughs> yeah. That is both a fact and it is fun.
0: I don't know. The, the chef does. having a tear down his cheek. That, that <laughs> is pretty entertaining <laughs> 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 trivia. And the last one I've got here is uh, Woodrow's voice. we mentioned Harry Shearer before. Harry Shearer is the voice of Woodrow. Um, It's apparently an impression of Ricardo Montalban. Now, I don't know who that is. Tim?
1: Yes, I do know Ricardo Montalban. Uh, I'm trying to think of things that you would know, Murphy. Have you seen Spy Kids?
0: Oh Yeah, the dad in Spy Kids? No, that's Antonio Banderas.
1: The (laughs) The grandfather. Right. The guy in the wheelchair. Yes.
0: Oh, is he also in the Master of Disguise? No.
1: <laughs> but Dana Kami okay. does an impression of him at some point... In ah. because he is from Fantasy Island, the '70s show where he wore a white suit and he had tattoo. The little yeah. person assistant. He was also Khan in Star Trek and the Wrath of Khan. There you yeah. go. Okay. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is funny that he's doing this. Um, I guess. What would you call the accent? I don't want to uh, get into any trouble. <laughs> well, Ricardo
1: Montalban was uh-huh. Mexican, I believe.
0: It's interesting he's doing an accent like that, but Woodrow like. The photo of him is clearly Caucasian. Murphy, Ricardo Montalbombe
1: <laughs> is the villain in the first naked gun. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, well, there you go. Those are some little fun facts. I also thought it was interesting. Um, uh, well, actually, this is a fun fact. I don't think I ever ended up saying this when we recorded uh, the other week, Tim, when we did Grade Score Confidential. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole plot of that episode, Skinner and Krabubble getting together, was apparently inspired by the brief moment in this episode where Bart's talking to Krabappel and going through different men that she could date. And he's like, what about Principal Skinner? And he's like, Skinner? Oh, well, let's just say his mummy won't let him out to play. Um, that bit of dialogue was, yeah, um, apparently uh, kind of inspired that that season eight episode. What well, about, about that? Later. That's
1: cool that they um, kind of had the foresight to, to kind of include. It's I was about to call him Principal Murphy. That's not his name at all. <laughs> Principal Skinner. As having these uh, these mummies. You mean um, what's that's his nice. name? Yeah. What's yeah. his
2: name? Oh, the guy that comes back. No, the guy that comes back in the principal on the pauper, and he's like. Armin uh, Tanzerian. That guy. God, that would have been good <laughs> if I could have remembered the name. Are you ever going to do that that episode, Murph? Because that's a well, yeah, episode. it's interesting
0: because technically, I've the whole uh, premise of the pod is we do season one to eight, and that f- is early season nine, but it was actually. Produced for season eight.
2: Ah, so it just
1: makes Bizarre. the cut.
0: And also, I
1: will we'll see, we'll see. I watched that one um, a couple months ago as well.
0: Not bad. Yeah, it's actually a pretty funny episode. It's, it's got some um, fun jokes,
1: and they just—it's just because just they don't. At that point, they were just like, the, the show's got to end some point. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs>
2: We're going you know, to wrap this up eventually. What's going to happen? We're still going to be making this in 30 years and making contingency plans <laughs> for when the actors die? Come on.
1: You think I'm going to be answering food and law questions on some kind of crazy internet forum in 20 years' time?
2: <laughs> Someone's going to be laughing. asking me how big The Simpsons' bed is. You know, it's a lot.
0: Well, it, uh, they, I listened to a comment, uh, a podcast recently, which had Bill Oakley on it, and he was saying that they genuinely thought when they were making season eight um, that it would end any day now. So they felt like, oh, let's do a bunch of crazy episodes. Like that's the season where they have the spin-off showcase. Um, they did. The twenty-two short films. They did a f- quite a few like experimental episodes, or ones that focused on side characters, mm. because they were like, "Well, we may as well, because it's going to end soon. Why don't we have a bit of fun and muck around?"
1: Uh, one thing I was gonna, one thing I was gonna bring up is if if it had been the final season, season eight, it, maybe even season nine, um, had been the final yep. season. One, I think Season 9 would have a much better reputation if it had just wrapped up there. People would still include it. Yes. Fine. I also think if it had wrapped up, what, 98, 99, 2000, whatever the case may be, 100% would have been back by now. Oh, yeah. It would have been rebo-
0: rebooted, you reckon? Oh,
1: 100%. Disney would have rebooted it. Yeah, yeah. Right out of the bank mm. as soon as they bought Fox.
0: That's a really good point. I reckon you're right because that is the thing. Nothing can just be let, put to rest. Now can it? Everything's rebooted. It kind of annoys me a bit because yeah. you have a like. It's a series finale yeah. for a reason. It's mm-hmm. the last one, and then oh hey, we're doing a special reunion. Um, I get the reunions. I don't mind too much, but yeah, like just let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. like I'm a I'm a massive massive Sex and the City fan, and yeah, it's a disaster. Like the reboot that's airing yeah. at the moment is just. Fuck, it's so awful. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Why'd you bring it up? Right. Stop bringing up Sex and the City <laughs> on a
0: Simpsons podcast. Have there been any re. Because that's the thing as well. Everyone, or even with like um, Arrested Development. Oh, um That's got like, to that, that be the worst. That finished in season three.
2: That's got to be the worst reboot that they've
0: ever done. It, totally. Cause, and, but the thing is, the fans yes. demanded it. The fans are like, they cancelled it too early. We want it back. We want it back. We want it back for years. Mm-hmm. We want like signing petitions and. It came back and it sucked. Yeah, awful. So it's like maybe you should just like let it be.
2: Are they doing any more? Or is it? It's done. No,
0: it's done. It's done. Yeah.
2: Well, Jessica Walters passed away. Ah, True. What's his name's awful, and I think Portia De Rossi isn't allowed out of Ellen's basement, so (laughs) they probably can't. Probably can't. Yeah. Um. There's one thing that I wrote down because I was just like holy shit it's not that it doesn't hold up but it's just like in the context of 2021 it is a wild quote when marge is like to homer name one person who's become a millionaire doing yo-yo tricks and homer goes in his head he's thinking and he's like donald trump no Arnold Palmer, no. Bill Cosby, no. And it's just to have those two people in that sentence. Yeah. And then this other random guy who I looked it up, he's like a, just a golfer and seems like a very nice, yeah. normal guy. Arnold wow. Palmer
0: is, has a drink named after him. He does, hey. the
1: Arnold
2: Palmer. The Arnold Palmer. Well, he's, I think he's
1: kind of like a I, – I don't follow golf, but I think he's kind of like – Uh, a bit of like a larrikin in the golfing scene in the US. He he was like a big personality, a big drinker, big guy, uh, but a very good golfer. And he had a a famous drink named after him that he would go and teach all the country clubs that he would play at. This is my drink. (laughs) I think it's half iced tea, half lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that.
2: It sounds
0: delicious. And you
1: can get alcoholic version. I think I've had an alcoholic version of that.
0: Wait, hang on. Isn't, so it's not an alcoholic drink. No, but you can
1: have, you can say put like a shot or something
2: in it. Was not expecting that conversation to focus so much <laughs> on Arnold Palmer and not Donald Trump or Bill yeah. Cosby. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep up with the, uh, I don't keep up with the news. What are those other two guys doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I did just want to say one of my favorite bits from this app is Flanders's phone call with Lovejoy. That's oh
2: such. yes.
0: The dynamic between those two characters is so good and just the back it's and amazing. forth with them where I oh,
2: love like. the setup of Ned sorry to cut you off, Murphy. I just got like so no. excited no. to talk about it. The setup of Ned talking about the quarter and giving the wrong change (laughs) and having to find the guy and then calling Reverend Lovejoy and him being like, it better not be about that damn quarter. (laughs) Just how they tied that in together. Oh, it's so, the writing on this show is so
0: good. Absolutely. That made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, Also, (laughs) I'd never noticed before Lovejoy's, he gets served the dessert at the start scene by Helen. And then at the end of the scene, his dessert is melted a bit (laughs) while he was speaking with, Flanders, and he goes, "Damn, Flanders!" I never <laughs> noticed that little detail before. It's it's a similar. I can't remember what episode, but there's a scene where Lovejoy gets a call from Flanders while he's doing his trains, mm. and then after the phone call, the trains crash. Yeah. Like, um, plus, I mean, they did like basically a whole episode about it, um, where Marge becomes a listen lady. Um,
2: I love that episode. I really love it. So that good. Episode. Uh, I really love when Homer draws up the plans for (laughs) doghouse. And it's yeah. just the doghouse, and he's like, point, he's like, see, this is the this is the doghouse where the dog will go. And see this happy little fella, that's the sun.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that's yeah, I've forgotten
0: about that. I also really I love it. in that's the so montage
2: good. when he's built the, the thing and the doghouse, and Lisa's like, where's the dog supposed to get in? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love a Homer B plot, I love it. Well, let's
0: give the episode a rating out of 10. Tim, obviously, might be a bit trickier for you, but you did watch it a few months ago. I did so watch it a few it's, months it's, ago, it's, yeah. It's still fresh in my yeah. mind.
1: Uh, for all the reasons we, we've brought up and just that it is, like I mentioned in Gray School Confidential, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a sad Edna storyline. I'm going to give it a night.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, uh, Catherine? Catherine?
2: I'm just looking, I've got so many pages of notes. Sorry, Tim, I'm not bragging. Oh yeah, um, sorry.
1: <laughs> by all means.
2: No, no, no. Um, I just wanna make was... sure there's anything that I didn't mention. Yeah. I really and again, I,
1: I, I don't wanna get take this point to apologize for being being late to my own computer <laughs> for the recording. <laughs> yeah. But I gotta say, I think we, we pulled out a, a,
2: a entertaining, fascinating and ed- dare I say educational episode? I this think week. so. I think we've. I think we've asked a lot of really important questions um, mm. of ourselves, of the listeners, of the Simpsons writers. You know, <laughs> um, I really love the date that she goes on with Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Also, the photo with young Jasper. Like, oh. He yeah. could have gotten it. <laughs> he was like with the with the um shoulder pads and the pinstripes. Yeah, yeah. He was a dish. <laughs> and it was also just I I love like <laughs> I love this episode because I think like it's just like Krebople is just like beautiful and heartbreaking and relatable. It's so interesting yeah. watching this Is like <laughs> I'm getting closer to Krebople in age. I'm single. I've bought a couple <laughs> of soup for ones with the crying, crying chef on the side of the tin. But like when I would (laughs) watch this episode, I've got a cat. I do have a cat. Um, (laughs) When I watched this when I was younger, I don't think I appreciated like how much Woodrow is just like the perfect man, you know, (laughs) when I just want someone who makes me laugh and like can fix my car. And I'm just like listening to that. And I'm just like, oh yeah. Yeah. Preach. That's all we, that's all we want. (laughs) yeah um i really I, <laughs> I love I love this episode. I think herbuffle's one of my favorite characters in the series. I just think she's lovely yeah um also this episode has like the postcard, obviously, which is like a staple of ship posting, but also I don't want any damn vegetables, which is also
1: like yeah. a major yeah.
2: quote um so I think yeah. that's, I think that's important. I really, I've always loved the bit when they buy the doghouse and then Maggie comes out and he's so disappointed <laughs> and then it's the beer and he's delighted. Yeah. I think that's just like a beautiful <laughs> encapsulation of Homer. I also yeah. just, I love, yeah. I love that when Ned shaves off his moustache and then uh-huh. he gets cast in a commercial.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Homer's reaction.
2: Yeah. and he's just... He's just like, oh, these checks keep coming in the mail and Homer's just (laughs) furious. He's just like, if this is about your camcorder, I lost it, okay? Like, he's such an (laughs) such a bad person. (laughs) Um, The last thing I would say is I really... Well, I did have a whole thing about how I was like, did Edna get married really young and then divorced and then she sort of felt like... Oh, I just am stuck in this town and I've never like actually gone and like lived my life. Or did she like go and leave Springfield and live in the big city and then something brought her back to Springfield. She got married. So like a sweet home Alabama situation that then he turned out to be an asshole. They got divorced and she's like, "Well, I'm stuck here now." Like what has brought Krabuffle Yeah, it's interesting. To this moment in time in her
0: life, and you mentioned Tim that they never did an episode about Marge's dad. Um, they never, even though there have been several Krabappel focused episodes, we don't Yeah, know. there hasn't really been one that even shows Mr. Krabappel.
1: I also I looked up uh, a fact about Woodrow Wilson if you wanted to mm-hmm. know. I wanted to see yes, how he. Yeah. I wanted to see how he ranks compared to all the other presidents to see what he what he was up for, and uh, I yeah. found a 1982 ranking of uh, journalists (laughs) and politicians, uh, the Murray Blessing Survey. Uh, Obviously, the worst president in 1982 was Warren G. Harding, followed closely by Richard Nixon. But Woodrow Wilson, apparently the sixth best US president. So he's pretty good.
0: When was that, though? The 80s? The
1: 80s, yeah.
0: That's when that that survey was done. Yes. Because, I mean... Since then, we've had some pretty great presidents. Oh, of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that ranking is still. (laughs) But can he Um, fix a spark plug? That's my question. (laughs) I'm going to give this episode a 10 out of 10, Puckett. I think it's perfect. I I think it's lovely.
0: I won't go that far, but like I said, I was uh, I, re-watching this one after having not seen it in years. I couldn't believe how great it was. Uh, I'm going to go nine and a half. So, yeah.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like an excellent episode um, when the guy who didn't watch it gave it eight. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we will uh, wrap up the pod in a sec, but uh, thank you to everyone, to all the listeners that have submitted their favourite simpsons joke as discussed in the last episode uh for the 30th episode of murph's tavern we're going to do a countdown of the best simpsons jokes as voted by uh you guys not just you guys but just anyone i've i've put this call out there on a few few platforms online and i'll continue to uh to ask uh everyone i'll i'll go around to my neighbors knock on their doors Uh, i want to find out the greatest simpsons joke
2: is that why you're uh, moving, Murphy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need, I've already asked all my current neighbours. Yeah, now, uh, yeah. Need to widen the circle every few <laughs> weeks. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, uh, thanks everyone that submitted jokes. It's um, we haven't had too many repeats, which just shows how how many amazing jokes there are. But I'm picking yeah. up a lot of uh, um, Scorpio quotes. Uh, Hank Scorpio, they're mm-hmm. they're popping up there. Um, a few, few more than I thought from uh, later seasons, like post season eight. Um, a few from there. Um, but uh, Tim and Catherine, while you're here, I did. I'm not putting you on the spot. Uh, I did ask you a few days ago to to have one in mind. Um, did you manage I, to get it down to one, or do you have short lists?
2: Yeah, I go down to one just because I. I think I know which yeah. one is my favorite. That but it was, these were the three. Okay, cool. And I tried, I was going to like Google it and read people's list, but I was like, no, just like really just (laughs) like sit with what comes to mind and just like what are the ones that just jump up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, listen to your heart.
2: Uh, I've got eat my shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Do you know what I really think is the ultimate one for me is, (laughs) When it's in Marge Be Not Proud and it's when Homer, uh, so Bart swaps the tape in the voice recorder over and it's a song about Camp Granada and (laughs) then he just shouts out to Marge, Marge is Lisa at Camp Granada. Yeah. I just fucking (laughs) love that. It's always made me laugh. And my um, my two runners up that I love, look, it's so close. I love in Lemon of Troy when they go to Shelbyville and Marge is like, Bart's quit his tutoring job. Um, and then... Uh, I'm trying to remember the exact placement of it, but when just Homer's like, shoot on, son, shoot on. I love, I just love that whole, that whole thing.
0: So picking up a theme here, Homer yelling
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, there all three go. of them are Homer yelling stuff. Oh, Cause wow. then the other one is the, is the classic, um, Krabappel I've been calling her Crandall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is, Just, oh, because it's so weird and like Homer never gets embarrassed. (laughs) So the fact that he's like so ashamed and then gets up and runs out of the room, like it's just,
1: it's
0: so good that that whole, yeah,
2: it's so from,
0: um, yeah, we we mentioned that before, didn't we? Because we were talking about Homer's little. Uh, you did, and I was like, "Shut up!" In- <laughs> I think we've already had someone submit that as well. So um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. already it's a got a vote. Banger of a quote. So good. Um, no, all, all good, all good um, choices, Catherine. Well done. Fantastic. Uh, oh, Tim? Thank you, <laughs> What uh, have we got? I've
1: got a, I've got, I've got a favorite, definite favorite that I know. I think a, a runner-up is a joke that I've used the cadence of and I just like the the way that the joke is framed I've used in a lot of other jokes in like Chim Cop and other stuff like that. It's uh, from the Springfield connection where he's like, when when Marge joined the Police Academy, I thought it was gonna be fun and funny, like that movie, you know, Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just setting something up.
2: But instead it's slow and boring like that movie exactly, Police Academy. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're setting something up so obvious you pivot yeah and then you go back to it again you know i always yeah. like saying yeah
2: that is a very that is a very timid exactly club. this whole situation is <laughs> yeah. ludicrous
1: absolutely yeah. ludicrous like that rapper 50 cent it's ludicrous yeah that <laughs> <laughs> no, works in everything but i think my favorite overall is in, it's from my favorite episode home of the heretic wait is it home of the heretic i think it might be or it's um this mose it's a bar of some kind don't say it's a bar what else is open at night? It's a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying pornography.
2: <laughs> I was buying yeah. pornography.
1: <laughs> that's so that's, good. Him. that's Just so easy breezy going, I was buying pornography.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that has been um, submitted as well. So that, that's got two votes now. Mm-hmm. Um, great joke. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for that, guys. If you want to submit your favorite joke, you've still got plenty of time. The 30th episode comes out in a couple months, so just do it through the Facebook or the Instagram or the Twitter or whatever you want, really. Uh, my website, Um Just come and knock on Murphy's door. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the address. <laughs>
0: 342. <laughs> uh, t- yeah, we'll be posting Tim's. Results and my address. Uh, <laughs> Catherine, what have you got to plug?
2: Uh, I will be doing a show at the Comedy Festival called Casual Luxury, Split Bill with myself and fellow comedian Chris Demos. It's going to be fun. That will be at Storyville. Cool. Uh, so you can check that out or just follow me on the gram if you like, Kathrill Kath House. Follow me on Twitter, same handle, it's just me telling Tim off all the time for his <laughs> jokes. Uh, that's all I do. Um, yeah. Great. Tim, I'm excited for your plug.
1: Thank you. My plug. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, at Mr Timothy Clark, all the socials. I will also be in Comedy <laughs> Festival as well. Uh, from April 1st, we're doing a Chimp Cup, which is a sketch troupe I'm involved with, with Ben Vanel, Rosie Vanel and Adam Knox. Uh, it's called Imposter Syndrome It's a, a sci-fi Sci-fi twist There's an alien on a okay. ship And we're all trying to find out who's the duplicate it's a, it's a lot of People spending time indoors Not sure if they can trust being around Other people So it's a real real fun one to write at this point of the year <laughs> So that's going to be real good So check it out, Comedy Festival Jim Cop, Imposter Syndrome At Mr. Timothy Clark Yep, check it all out Thanks,
0: Catherine. Sounds great.
2: If you've if you've never seen Chimp Cop before, dear listeners, my God, they are just something else. They're so funny. You have you just gotta go. Thank Absolutely. you very much. You gotta go, Sam.
0: Well, thanks so much, Tim. Thank you so much, Catherine. And thank you so much for having uh, us, Murphy. Oh, no problem yeah, at all. Thank you. Uh, thanks listeners. What a pleasure. I've been Murphy McLaughlin. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. You can do it on Spotify now. So, if you just listen to this pod through Spotify, Yay. it's really easy. Just, um, yeah, just go on the podcast page and and uh, press the button. Simple as that. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Catherine. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, listeners. And as we always say here on Merv's Tavern,
2: bye.